you're listening to a podcast from Victory. Walking in the Spirit means being led by the Holy Spirit, bearing the fruit of the Spirit, and living to please the Spirit. Learn more about this in week five of our series, Make Room. Again, last week, na mentioned na kanina that we had several holidays aside from today being a special day. Last week, we celebrated a very special occasion for our nation. Diba? Last Tuesday, it was our Independence Day. It was 120 years as a nation. So, alam nyo, it after so many battles and wars and you know armed conflicts, in 1898, we finally won our independence. Okay? And daming gera na pinagdaanan before we won this. And in fact, you know, talking about battles, today, do you know that there's still a lot of battles going on? But not out there, but somewhere closer to home. Something inside of us. It's not too obvious, but there is an internal battle going on inside of us. In fact, let me ask a question. How many of you have struggles today, okay? Are there anyone have struggles or inner battles that's raging inside of you? Or ako lang ba yun, okay? So, there are a few. So, the rest of you, siguro we can learn from you. Maybe you can come up here and teach us why, how you overcame already. No, but really, did you know that there was a point in time sa buhay ko that there was no struggle at all? Walang struggle, with any kind of sin, okay? It was no struggle. Do you know when that was? Before I became born again, okay? It, sin was no struggle. Temptation was not a problem because I just gave in, okay? So it's not an issue. Bibigil lang tayo, right? But once I became a Christian, that's when the battle started. That's when you became, it, it became a struggle, right? So sometimes, Baka naiisip natin, nako, I'm struggling with it in this area. Does that mean that hindi ako okay? Or maybe I'm not really safe? Let me tell you, when there are struggles in our lives, that may be a good sign that something is going on inside of you. Right? Because if there is no struggle, then that means okay lang. Pabayaan mo na lang yan. But the fact that you're going through some, some internal conflict that is a good sign. That's not necessarily a bad sign. So whether you are a father today, struggling to make the ends meet, and you're thinking, you know, you're still struggling with anger up to today, and why it's taking too long, or parang ang tagal na nitong anger issue, hindi natatapos, or maybe you're a student, okay, and you still get tempted by lustful thoughts, okay, why is it taking so long for me to overcome this? Or maybe for those of you who are single moms, and every Sunday, okay, you still go to church, you still go to your victory group, but there are struggles about unforgiveness and bitterness. Okay? And you're thinking, ang tagal na issue na, ang tagal ng issue na iniwanan ako, but yet, why am I still struggling today? Or maybe today you're a senior, retired senior citizen, right? And you're thinking, you know, everybody thinks, I, okay na ako, I graduated from all of this, but I've still got so many bad habits. Why is it taking so long for this to change, for me to get better? Or for those of you who are successful entrepreneurs and businessmen, you know, there may be a lot of 
uh, you know, bitterness out there to try to cover up. Okay? Some of the things, I mean, you, the, the success covers up the things, the bitter things that you're going through. And you're thinking, when will this go away? Well, every believer, everyone who has given their life to the Lord Jesus Christ. Okay? If that's you, can you raise your hand? If you have surrendered and given your life to the Lord Jesus Christ and following Him, then all of us must face this struggle, this conflict, this battle. Yes, Jesus won our independence, our freedom. Not 120 years ago, 2,000 years ago, He won our freedom. And yet, how come may conflict? How come may, may resistance? Because parang panalo na tayo, pero may mga guerrilla resistance. And that's what we will talk about. Why do I still struggle? That's the question we are going to answer today as we continue our series on the Holy Spirit entitled Make Room. We're going to answer the question, why do we still struggle? And how and why is it taking me so long for me to overcome? And with that, let me direct you to our text for this afternoon. Buksan natin ang ating mga Biblia sa Galatians chapter 5. Galatians chapter 5, verses 16 to 24. Okay, we've been going through several scriptures, Acts, but mostly in the last three weeks, we've gone through the book of Galatians para tingnan natin ano sinasabi ng Bible about the, the work of the Holy Spirit in the life of a believer. So verse 16, ito ang sinasabi dito, But I say, walk by the Spirit. Sabi mo sa katabi mo, walk by the Spirit. Okay? Walk by the Spirit and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. For the desires of the flesh are against the Spirit. And the desires of the Spirit are against the flesh. For those who are opposed to one another to keep you from doing the things that you want to do. But if you are led by the Spirit, you are not under the law. Now, the works of the flesh are evident. Sexual immorality, impurity, uh, sensuality, idolatry, sorcery, enmity, strife, jealousy, fits of anger, rivalries, dissensions, divisions, envy, drunkenness, orgies, and things like these. I warn you, as I warned you before, that those who do such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such things there is no law. And those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. Let's pray. Father, I ask Holy Spirit as we allow you to enlighten us, to illumine our hearts and our soul. I pray that we would not just hear a preaching, but we would that we, we allow you to move and change and transform our hearts so that we will be more like you. I pray that you would also expose areas of darkness in our soul so that we can be more like Christ. This is my prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. So mahaba yung mahaba tong text na binasa natin but I believe this is a very critical part of what the Holy Spirit or why the Holy Spirit was sent 
for us. Not only is the Holy Spirit sent to empower us, to give us power to live a holy life, to give us power to become uh, disciples and to make disciples, but this text gives us the answer to the question, okay, why is there a struggle and how do we deal? How do we overcome? So with this, Skype Mahabain text, I'll give you, you know, handles para mas ma, mat, makita natin from the text, four handles, okay, as we answer those questions. And those handles, okay, para madali, I'm divided into several W's. First is the war, okay, there is a war. Second is the walk, okay. Third is the work, and finally is the win, okay. The war the walk, the work, and the win. Okay? So, nahuli ng konti. There. There you go. <laughs> okay. So, first of all, it's the war. Verse 17 says this about the war. The desires of the flesh are against the spirit, and the desires of the spirit are against the flesh. For these are opposed to one another to keep you from what? From doing the things that you want to do. Now, the reason there is a struggle inside of us is because this war within us, there is a spiritual conflict between two opposing forces. The Spirit of God and our flesh. The Spirit of God and our flesh. Now, the question is, what is the flesh? Ang alam natin, flesh is just our physical body. But when Paul talks about the flesh, this is not talking about yung katawan mo, okay? yung mga epidermis mo, yung skin. This talks about parts of our soul or literally it's the uncrucified portions of our soul. Uncrucified portions of your soul, whether it's the uncrucified thought life. Maybe in your thought life, you think of a lot of good things except for a few. Maybe thoughts of anger when you remember certain things about certain people, right? The uncrucified thought life is part of the flesh. Every area in your soul that is not under the lordship of Jesus Christ, that is the flesh. Okay? And we'll, whether in your thought life, in your word life, what you speak, in your emotional life, okay? Or maybe... In your action life, in the deeds that is not under the lordship of Jesus Christ, those are uncrucified. That's why Jesus said, carry your cross daily because the Holy Spirit will expose areas of darkness in our soul. And when He exposes, we need to repent. Those unrepentant, unrepentant parts of our lives, of our soul, are areas where there's the darkness and there's the flesh. Why is, why is that so? Kala ko ba panalo na tayo? Yes. That's true. Uh, we talked about it a couple of weeks ago when we talked about sanctification where Jesus Christ, by virtue of what He did on the cross, He made us holy. Okay? He made us holy. It's called being justified. Ang tawag dun also is positional sanctification. Jesus made you holy and sanctified in Him because we are united with Christ. If you're a Christian, you're united with Christ and our righteousness is based on Him. Okay? 
So, that's good. That's good news. Panalo na tayo. But, as long as we are here on earth, we, ang tinatawag din doon is progressive sanctification. Sabi mo sa katabi mo, progressive. That means, we are a work in progress. Tinamay ko tabi mo, mukha mong work in progress, o mong tapos na. O marami bang kailangan work na kailangan. <laughs> All of us are a work in progress. There are things that are still the Holy Spirit is exposing and wanting us to crucify so that we will become more like Jesus Christ. It's called progressive. So there's actually a tension or a mystery between what we call, ang tawag doon is the already and the not yet. We are already sanctified. We are made holy. And yet, we are working out that holiness. We are being sanctified. We are being made holy. The already, ginawa ni Jesus, and the progressive, we are being made. Okay? Already and not yet. Yung iba sa inyo, especially if you're single, parang that's the description of your love life. Okay? Already but not yet. Sa'yo already na, sa kanya not yet. Okay? Diba? Parang yung classic example, diba? Girlfriend ko na siya, pero pag nalaman niyang girlfriend ko siya, break na kami. So parang ganun lang yun. But going back to our spiritual, the spiritual side of this, why is this? May progressive. But let me tell you, even though parang may areas of struggle, panalo na tayo ultimately. As long as you are in Jesus Christ, okay? ultimately, we win. Amen? Yun yung final analysis, yun yung final ending story nito. But, let me tell you something. The reality is, maraming nangyayari ngayon. And maybe you don't understand why you have to go through some things. Or how come the Lord allows certain things? Or how come you act this way? Kala ko ba Christian na ako? Or maybe some people are telling you that. Kala ko ba Christian ka na? Okay? Sinasabi sa'yo, nakasawa niyo, kala ko ba victory group leader ka na? Kala ko ba pastor ka na? Kala ko, di ba? I mean, kala ko ba, ang namin ganun, kala ko ba, bakit ganyan ka pa? Right? That's just the reality. There are areas that the Holy Spirit is exposing, not so to condemn us, but to transform us. You see, of course, there, the reality is the flesh is the part of our soul, of our life, that the enemy has still influence and access. Bible says, do not give the enemy a foothold. Okay? Nasaan ba yung enemy? Kala ko ba nasa, nasa hell yung enemy? Well, the Bible says, God placed the enemy into areas of darkness. Whenever there's darkness in our soul, that's where the enemy is. In fact, let me give you a scripture to prove this. Matthew 16, verse 21 to 23. This is right after Peter proclaims Jesus as you are the Christ, the Son of the living God. When, when Jesus asked him, who do you say I am? Remember in Matthew 16, and Jesus told Peter, you are a rock, and on this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. But you know what happened after? This is the verse that comes after this. From that time, Jesus began to show His disciples that He had to go to Jerusalem and be crucified. But Peter took Him aside and began to rebuke Jesus. Can you imagine? Peter rebuking Jesus. Tinde, no? Si Peter, ni-rebuke Jesus, malika. 
Sometimes we, we act like that with God. Lord, malika. Dapat binigay mo yun. Dapat in-answer mo yung prayer ko na to eh. Mali yung decision mo. We act sometimes like Peter. But look at what happened. Peter rebuked uh, Jesus uh, saying, Far be it from you, Lord. Hindi mangyayari yung sinasabi mo. That shall never happen. You're not gonna die as long as I'm here. But what did Jesus tell him? Peter turned and said to Peter, Get behind me, Satan. See, Peter, thou is Satan now. You are a hindrance to me, for you are not setting your mind on the things of God, but on what? The things of man. Now, why it's connected? That word setting, setting your mind is the word savor, literally. You savor the things of man more than the things of God. Sa Tagalog, yung savor, ninanamnam. Okay? Ninanamnam ni Satan if we always react on the things of man, on the things of the flesh. Remember, when God punished or cursed the serpent in Genesis chapter 3, He said, Cursed are you, serpent, you, were, you will feed on dust. Dust speaks of our flesh, literally, but spiritually as well. So every time you react in the flesh, when someone cuts you in driving, which I'm guilty of a lot, I respond in the flesh, maybe not in my words, but in my thoughts. Mm. <laughs> right? Every time you react on the flesh, whatever that may be, in your thoughts or in your words or in your action, ninanamnam ng kalaban yun. He savors on that. And our flesh is strengthened rather than weakened. That's why there's a conflict. Every area of your life that is uncrucified is an area where there's going to be a struggle. That's why it's an issue of lordship first. Setting your mind, savoring. Okay? Satan feeds on your flesh, fleshly desires, fleshly responses. You know, I, the last probably two, a month, I've conducted or been asked to train on uh, healing the human soul because there's a lot of things out there. There's a lot of darkness. There's a lot of... And you know what? Many times, this is the cause. They've allowed Christians, you know, I just came from one in one of our provincial churches. They had a gathering. This, you know, sweet young lady, a student, uh, no, single na pala, single, but sabi na, yung pleasant, you know, but suddenly, when I demonstrate to demonstrate something inside of her, there was a bitterness, an anger, an unforgiveness. And suddenly, her total demeanor changed. And you can see that she could not even speak of forgiveness for the parents. And of course, I didn't want to embarrass her, so hindi ko na lang tinuloy yung, because sometimes, baka may lumabas pang something in front of all the people. But you can see, as you allow the areas of bitterness to be uncrucified, area, whatever area, whatever darkness in your soul, that the, the Holy Spirit is you know, 
sometimes hindi natin alam bakit nangyayari to. It's because the Holy Spirit wants to expose things in your life and let you see, this is who you are. But that's not who I want you to be. That's why there's conflict. The war is real. Okay? But don't be discouraged because the Holy Spirit, as long as we always make room and say, okay, this is painful, but you know what? I will allow the Holy Spirit to lead my life, which is what the next part says, which is not only there's a war, but the walk. The walk. Sabi mo sa the walk. Okay? Sabi ni Paul in verse 16, but I say, walk by the Spirit and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. So there's a solution. If you want the flesh to be overcome, then you need to what? Walk by the Spirit. Now, sometimes we mistakenly think that these are two commands. To walk by the Spirit and do not gratify the desires of the flesh. But there's actually one command and one effect and promise. The command to walk by the Spirit, the fruit and the effect of that is we will not gratify the desires of the flesh. It's not about, I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to become angry. It's not our own willpower. It's as we keep as a keep in step, as we walk with the Spirit. He will be the one to empower us not to gratify the desires of the flesh. Siya yung gagawa noon. Hindi tayo. It's both a promise and an effect of walking with the Holy Spirit. Now, listen. Very simple. The more loving you are, the less impatient you become. Right? Love is patient. The fruit of the flesh or the work of the flesh is anger. Right? The more joyful you are, the less irritable you become. Right? When you walk in the Spirit, you gratify. The flesh weakens. Now again, walking, what does walking in the Spirit mean? Of course, walking is okay, putting one leg after another, after another, right? It is a constant motion going forward, right? Dun, dun, hindi backward, kasi pag backward, backsliding, ayaw natin yung backsliding, dapat moving forward, ba? Make, okay? Uh, walk by the Spirit is what. In fact, in the Greek, literally the original language, it, see, it says, keep on walking. It's a progressive, continual okay, action. Hindi lang yun, okay, today I will obey the Holy Spirit and that's it. Okay, now for the week, huh? the rest of the week, I will just give in to my flesh. No, it's a constant walking, allowing. Okay, giving, being led by the Holy Spirit. It's not a one-time thing on Sunday or maybe even in your victory group. And then the rest of the week, is you allow the flesh to be the winner, to be the leader. No. Constantly. 
keep on walking. You know, there's a tagline na hindi ko naginamit about keep on walking because it's by Johnny Walker. So, mahirap na mailagay ng Johnny Walker dito, di ba? So, <laughs> but there is, there was a movie last year called Finding Dory. Okay? You Finding Nemo, Finding Dory, di ba? And his tag, her tagline is, keep on swimming. Whatever happens, keep on swimming. And I believe that's what the Spirit of God wants. Sometimes as we keep on walking with the Spirit, you know, sometimes we stumble, we fall. Okay? But it doesn't mean that when you fall, walana, it's the end. You just stand up and keep on walking. Or you just get up and keep on swimming. Keep on swimming, 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 right? Just show up. Keep on walking with God. A righteous man falls down but seven times but gets up. You get up. When you walk with the Spirit, you're following the Spirit of God. There may be occasions that you fall down. Now, it's a totally different thing when you're always on the ground. When you're always falling down, yun yung buhay mo, it's a lifestyle. It's not an occasional stumble. That's a lifestyle that's totally different. And we'll talk about it in the next part. So, but get up. Keep on swimming. But practically speaking, how do you do this? How do you walk in the Spirit? Because this is what will help us, right? Crucify or weaken our flesh. Very simple. As the Holy Spirit reveals areas in your lives, I believe both the medium and the expression is the same. The Holy Spirit will show you areas in your life and it will give you also the means for you to change in two ways. Very practical and very simple. Okay, number one, of course, is our spiritual disciplines. Of course, reading, meditating, confessing the word, praying the word. Okay? Worshipping. Ganun ba simple yon? Yes, I'll explain why. But spiritual disciplines, secondly, is spiritual community. When you are in discipleship, when you have a victory group, when we are gathered here in corporate worship, that's why people ask me, okay lang ba kung mag-podcast, hindi na ng Sunday, podcast alabayan ko? Well, it's good, but you are lacking something that you will receive when we are gathered together. There's something else that the Holy Spirit does when we are gathered corporately. But corporate worship, the Holy Spirit does something. And as I, t- I told you, I've been training several times already, maybe five times in the last month or so about healing the human souls. And one way where the soul and the, you know, the darkness in the soul is exposed and crucified is really this, and it's backed up by neuroscience. You'll be surprised that, you know, uh, because of the findings, uh, findings of neuroscience now, it actually validates what the scriptures say. You know, they found out that, you know, even how does, why does, or how does a person, for example, who is totally addicted to drugs, where his, because in our brain, when you're addicted to someone, your neural paths, okay, have been carved so much that it's like a fleshly response, okay? Stimulus response. If you keep doing something over and over again, it's like a knee-jerk reaction, automatic, right? Okay, parang pag-toothbrush. Hopefully, automatic na yung toothbrush after eating, okay? 
When we were smaller, when I was smaller, it's not automatic. It has to be ingrained, naging habit. Now, there are some things that are just bad habits. There are things that are sinful habits, things that are addiction. So how come addicts, when they are suddenly exposed to the Word of God, when suddenly they are exposed, when the Holy Spirit begins to move, suddenly something happens and they are transformed. They found out neuroscience because they made studies about you know MRI and all of this that what happens is those parts of the brain that have been lodged neural paths it weakens it is not eradicated but humihina when it's exposed to the power of God and that's why it's important for you to have spiritual disciplines to carve out new habits and the, the stronger that becomes, the weaker this gets. But every time you give in to this, it will become stronger and stronger again. That's why that is the battle. This is, the neurosciences actually validate what Paul was saying 2,000 years ago. That's why it's important. Do not neglect your daily disciplines. In fact, that's one of the ways to reactivate the conscience. It's through your devotions. It's through worship. Something happens in our brain when the Spirit of God is allowed to move. Kahit na people who are murderers, di ba? Paano ba sila nababorn again? Paano ba sila change? The Holy Spirit does something in the soul that weakens that. That's why do not neglect the reading of your word. Do not neglect confessing the word. Do not neglect gathering together. Do not neglect your victory group. Spiritual disciplines and spiritual community is the practical way we walk by the Spirit. Because when you do that, then when you read the Bible, you will see, oops, masama pala maglahi. So Lord, I repent, right? You turn away. Lord, hindi pala ganito dapat. Paul said, do not steal, but be work, right? So there's a change. It's the area, avenue where the areas of darkness in your soul, in the flesh is exposed. And there's an opportunity for you to crucify that as you follow the Holy Spirit. Amen? This is very practical and very simple. But I'm just exposing things so that you will not be discouraged. Amen? So there's the war, the walk. The next is the work. Sabihin mo sa mo, the work. Ano ba yung the work? Oh, let's read. Verse 9. Ah, sorry, verse, uh, what's this, 19? Now the works of the flesh are evident. Sexual immorality, impurity, sensuality, idolatry, sorcery, enmity, and dami, no? Uh, envy, drunkenness, orgies, and other things like this. So kung meron kayong areas in your soul na wala dito, kasama yun sa other things like this, Okay? I warned you as I warned before that those who do such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. If this is a lifestyle, this is not an occasional stumble now and then, but it is a lifestyle. If many of these, if there's no genuine change in your life and this is your lifestyle, then Paul warns you, you will not inherit the kingdom of God. But the fruit of the Spirit is 
Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such things there is no law. Now Paul says here, the works of the flesh and the works of the spirit are obvious, are evident. Obvious daw. Alalaman naman natin, di ba, kung ano ba yung the spirit and ano yung of the flesh. Of course, when you do something, when you are practicing impurity or immorality, sexual immorality, obvious yun, right? But for there are other things here that are not that obvious, like envy, right? Jealousy, hindi mo kaagad makikita yun. Other things are more obvious. Other things are not obvious. How do you know if something is rooted or motivated by the flesh or by the spirit? You know how? By what it produces in your life. Jesus said, a tree will be known by its fruit. An orange tree cannot bear apple fruits. Strife will never produce peace. Joy will not produce jealousy. Because the flesh usually manifests itself in self. In fact, flesh is self backwards. Now my H. What happened? Yon. Kasi Pinoy siya na eh. Pinoy daw si Paul, kaya may H. Right? So, <laughs> kapampangan. Self. Okay? <laughs> A lot of people ask me, how do you know, Pastor, if what I'm doing or if this work or whatever is from God or if this relationship or whatever is from God or not? I usually ask the question, what fruit does it produce? Does it produce peace in you? Or does it, is it made out of anger or bitterness? Does it produce joy? Right? Or what fruit does it bear in your life? Because listen, you can even do spiritual things in the flesh. You can pray in the flesh. You can pray out of anger. You can pray out of envy, Lord, sana akin nila yung kotse niya. You can even pray in tongues in the flesh. Siya na nga, siya na nga, siya na nga. Akin ka, akin, akin. <laughs> you can fast in the flesh. In fact, Isaiah chapter 58 is the indictment of God to Israel. It says, is this the true fasting that I want? You quarrel and fight, but the fasting I want is that you break the oppression, the yoke of slavery. Right? You can even evangelize in the flesh. Long time ago, when I was a new Christian, out of uh, zeal, I was evangelizing in the flesh. You know, kung wala pang God test noon eh. Ilang questions ba yung God test? Eight? Ten? Ten test. Uh, no upan ako namin, ang, ang God test, two questions lang. <laughs> so, the two-question test. So, pero ng two questions, I was trying to get this person saved. Lahat na, sinabi ko, from the atonement, lahat kasi, I wanted, talagang, kailangan maborn again to. Until the one discipling me said, no, no, that's not how you do it. You don't get someone saved. You don't get someone born. It's a work of the Holy Spirit. It's a work of God. Okay. So I was doing that in my flesh. Ako, 
yung gustong mag-save. Of course, there's some, you need to do something, but the work, we need to do our role and we need to know what God's role is. Our role is to proclaim the gospel. God's role is to save the person. Just like our role is to lay hands on the sick, God's role is to heal. Right? Sometimes, di binabalitad natin eh. Okay? Gusto natin, si Lord yung mag-answer ng, gusto natin tayo yung mag-answer ng prayer and si Lord gagawa na lahat ng, ano, right? Lord, gusto ko yung sagot. Ngayon na, ako na yung kasagot. Pero ikaw yung gagawa ng lahat ng other things. But let me tell you, it's not by our willpower that will bring about the fruit of the Spirit. Hindi naman kailangan umirin ng fruit tree, right? Ng mango tree. It just needs the right elements, the right environment, right? You don't have to say, I will not, I will not be angry. I will be patient. I will be loving. Especially when you're driving in Manila. Okay? I believe God created traffic in Manila to help develop the fruit of the Spirit in our lives, to produce patience and love. <laughs> no. But let me tell you, it's a product of the Holy Spirit, not ours. The work, the fruit, it's not of the flesh. It's not our willpower that will change you. But you need to align yourself and position yourself in the place where the Holy Spirit can always work in your life. You know, I like how Artie Kendall, one of the preachers, uh, said this, that sometimes, I mean, the definition of the kingdom of God, the kingdom of God, of course, Paul says in Romans that the kingdom of God is righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. And he said that the kingdom of God practically speaking, is the ungrieved Holy Spirit. Because the kingdom is defined in the Holy Spirit. We can experience and express the Holy Spirit. We can experience the righteousness of the Holy Spirit if the Holy Spirit is ungrieved. If we do not do things, if we do not react in the flesh, then the Holy Spirit is free to move in our lives. Amen? So, the, the war, the walk, the work, and finally the win. This is, this is good. Now, I'll, I'll jump to Galatians chapter 6 just to tie this up. But this is very important as well. Do not be deceived. God cannot be mocked. A man reaps what he sows. The one who sows to please his sinful nature from that nature will reap destruction. But the one who sows to please the Spirit from that Spirit will reap eternal life. Let us not become weary in doing good for at the proper time. We will reap a harvest if we do not give up. Paul warns the church in Galatia, do not give up. Do not surrender. Do not be deceived. So this is actually a command. So when Paul commands something, when Paul commands the people, do not be deceived, or warns the people, do not be deceived, what does that mean? It means there's a strong possibility that we will be deceived. Right? But niya sasabihin, ingat kayo, kung di naman kailangan mag-ingat. Because there's a strong possibility to be deceived. But ano yung deception dito? I thought, 
previously, sabi natin, obvious naman ang work ng flesh at work ng spirit. So the deception is actually in the process, in the principles of sowing and reaping. As we learn from this scripture, the deception is in the process because there are two things that we need to remember about sowing and reaping as it, as it relates to the work of the spirit and the work of the flesh. The first is what we call the time factor. Sabi mo sa mo, the time factor. Okay? That means there are different seasons. What you reap today, remember this, what you reap today is because of something that was planted in the past. Okay? What you reap today is because of something that was sowed in the past. Good or bad. Okay? God can forgive us of our sins. Okay? There is freedom of choice, but there's no freedom of consequence. The consequence will be there, and we need to meet the consequence. Farming and agriculture is not about controlling the seasons and say, okay, gusto ko puro sowing lang, walang reaping. Or gusto ko puro reaping na walang sowing. It's not controlling the seasons, but cooperating with the seasons. Right? Now, the time factor is, this is for good and bad, for the flesh and the spirit. It takes a while before you harvest. Just because when you sin right now and nothing happens, doesn't mean there's no consequence. Doesn't mean that what you're doing today that's bad has no consequence. In the same way, in the spirit, it's the same thing. Just because nothing is happening when you're praying for your small group, when you're praying for the salvation of your loved ones, doesn't, ma- doesn't mean that nothing is happening. There's a time factor concerned. That's why Paul says, do not be deceived about the time factor. Sowing and reaping takes time. The time factor, but the second is the harvest factor. The harvest factor. Sabim sa harvest factor. You reap so much than you sow. When you plant an apple seed, will you get an apple seed? What will you get? An apple tree. You harvest so much more than what you sow. It's a principle of farming. It's the principle that Paul used metaphorically for what happens when we sow something in the flesh and in the spirit. You reap the same kind of what you sow. You reap later than what you sow. And you reap more than what you sow. That's why when David, if you look at the life of David, this is a negative sense, right? David did not just happen to commit adultery just like that. It happened when first, okay, he saw from afar. Then it says he kept on watching. Then the next step is he called for her. There are steps. Sowing and sowing. 
just because he did not get caught then doesn't mean there's no more consequence. Maybe today, some of you are doing that. Maybe you have texting, uh, text mates, if you're married or, or whatever, Tinder mates, I don't know what. <laughs> but just because you're not getting caught doesn't mean there's no consequence. You know the saying, I'll just repeat it for you. Sin will always cost you more than you intended to pay. It will take you further than you intended to go. And it will keep you longer than you intended to stay. That's the warning of Paul. That's why do not be deceived. God will not be mocked. Hindi nyo mauuto si Lord. That's what he's saying. If you give in to the flesh, you're surrendering, surrendering so much more. You're probably surrendering your birthright. I remember this story of uh, Duke, Ra- Duke Reynold or Reginald III of the Gelders, modern day what is, we call Belgium. Okay? Um, his, he was also known as Reynold or Reginald the Fat okay, for obvious reasons. But when he succeeded on the throne, he was not doing a good job. So his younger, the younger brother revolted and made a coup. And so he placed him, imprisoned him in a tower. Okay? Now the tower was small. So, tinulo siya, gumawa ng small door, smaller than him. He did not put any locks. So window, may malit na window, it's not barred. Sabi niya, if you get thin enough, to go out, then you can go back to the throne. Okay? Pero, what the brother, know, uh, the brother did, because he knew that he likes food so much, bordering, or not bordering, but other gluttony. Okay? So every day, he would place the best foods, lechon, Okay, crispy pata. Well, I don't know, Belgium too, so I don't know what food they have there. Every day, he would put and you know what? For 20 years, he was not able to go out. The only time he went out is when his brother was killed in a battle 20 years later. But because his condition of health was so bad, he died a year after. They had to destroy the, the door so that he can get out. Imprisoned by his own fleshly appetite. Like Esau. Surrendered his birthright because of a pot of stew. Today, do not do that. There are some of you who are playing with fire. Do not be like Reginald. Do not be like David or Esau. Do not be deceived. God is not mocked. It will cost you so much more than you ever want to pay. David experienced that. You can read his story. But you know what? Parang di naman bad ending to. The corollary is also true because we're talking about say, di ba? The corollary is also true because love costs God more than you can ever pay. 
to take you further than you ever intended to go, to keep you longer than you intended to stay. That is why Paul said, do not be weary in doing good. At the proper time, you will reap a harvest if you do not give up. Do not give up. God is not mocked. God is not deceived. Alam niya yung sacrifice. Alam niya yung prayers niyo. Alam niyo kahit na isa lang o walang pumupunta sa small group niyo. Apat lang kayo ni God the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Alam niya yun. But do not give up in doing good at the proper time. You will reap a harvest. Holy Spirit saying, do not give up, my children. I'm going to strengthen you. Trust in me. Walk with me. Align your life with me. Surrender those areas that I've been opening and revealing to you. And watch me turn things around. I remember story and then maybe we can have a keyboard player to come up. Remember the old story about the old movie about the Karate Kid? <laughs> the, the first one and not this new one by Ralph Macchio. I guess maraming millennials dito. Gumawa ng remake, I think, several years ago. But I like the older one. S- similar story. Tapos maganda yung una, di ba? Anyway, this, he was being bullied in school, so hindi niya alam yung landlord niya Si Mr. Miyagi was also a karate instructor. So, nagpaturo siya ng karate. Sabi niya, okay, want to teach me karate. Okay, go to the house. Go to the house. Punta sa bahay. Pinagawa ng ano, child labor. No, no, no. <laughs> he asked him to do, you know, wax in, wax out. Pinalinis yung kotse. Wax in, wax out. Mamaya naman, linis ng kotse. O, pinturahan mo naman. Okay? Okay? Ano yan? Brush up. Ano ba? Brush it brush, brush up, brush down. Mamaya naman. Ano pa yung isa? Nakalibutan ko na. <laughs> Nasira tuloy. But, you know, he was so frustrated at the end. Kasi sabi niya, pinapa, ginawa mo lang akong slave. Ginawa mo lang, pinagawa mo sa akin. I did not learn karate. Until, sabi niya, sinuntok siya. Pag suntok sa kanya, sabi niya, wax out. Wax in, wax out. He did not know that those disciplines that he was doing was preparing him for something greater up ahead. Let me tell you, many of you may be in that place where you're frustrated, you don't know, but God is saying, do not be weary. Okay? Continue pa kayo mag-wax in, wax out. You'll never know. Those prayers that you've been uttering, the answers are almost there. Do not be weary in doing good at the proper time. You will reap a harvest if you do not. You just heard a message from Victory. For more messages like these or to access other resources, please visit our website at victory.org.ph or like our page on Facebook at facebook.com slash victoryph.